In today's episode, we have Anna. Anna is a Fita healer and a life coach. Anna, how are you? Where'd you join us from? Hey, I'm so well and so happy to be here. I'm currently in Serbia. Beautiful. Anna, tell me about your journey. Please correct me if I'm wrong. So you have a sibling, you have a brother. Yeah. Um, parents divorced at the age of four. Yeah. He was born in Serbia, but later on, was it during COVID you moved to, is, was it Abu, Abu Dhabi? Uh, that was earlier before that. It was in 2016, actually. And then you moved to Egypt? No, then I moved to Kuwait. You moved years. to Kuwait? And, and then-, then to Egypt after Corona. Yes. Okay, tell me about your journey. So parents divorced at the age of four. You saw mom working two jobs to be able to yeah. survive. How, how was your journey? How was childhood? Honestly, it was very difficult. It was, uh, but I was not aware of it. You know, when you grow up in kind you of... You don't know. You think this is normal, you know? So for me, I thought this is normal. Of course, I saw my friends were living a bit different. Uh, in, I would say in that time when I was uh, going to school, you know, um, not many people were divorced of, uh, like, I would say parents of my friends. It was not something common like today. So I felt a bit of shame, I would say, you know, but still I didn't notice how heavy that was on me actually until I would say my twin early twenties when I started really, um, trying to make some relationships in my life. Yeah. And I saw that I'm struggling. I was really struggling. And this is when I realized that there is some burden I'm carrying with my, on my back, I would say in my heart, uh, that is blocking me to connect with people. But other than that, um, I found uh, my, uh, I would say, go out of that suffering through sport, you know, mm-hmm. and this is what pushed me forward. And this is what gave me this like um, strength and confidence to push through the hard times. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Tell me about your spiritual awakening. Was What country did you move to first? Was it Abu Dhabi? Yes, the United okay. Arab Emirates. I was first in okay. Abu Dhabi, and um, when I reached there, um, you know, first I had cult- cultural shock because I grew up in a very small city in Serbia. I studied in Belgrade, and I didn't have many interaction with foreigners. We we don't have like international encounters. I was just like in my own world here, and then I went in totally opposite direction, which is other continent. Yeah. And uh, in um, in an Islamic culture, in an Arabic culture, which slapped me in my face. I never heard a mosque in my life before that, you know, and like waking up 4 a.m. and hearing mosque was like shocking. So I'm just saying those details, different food, different people. So I, yeah. that, that immediately changed me. So I would say that traveling is the easiest, fastest and most powerful way to awaken. Honestly. Well, say that again. Yes, traveling is the most easiest, most powerful, and uh, I would say the the most fastest way to awaken, really, to go on that, to start the spiritual journey. And this is what happened to me. And suddenly I traveled alone for work. I worked as a fitness coach there. And I didn't have all my distractions that I had before that, like my friends or sport or dating, you know, all that was distracting me from myself. And suddenly I was stripped of all of this and I just had to be in totally new environment. And I went in depression. I went in a very, very deep depression for four months. I couldn't wake up. I was crying. I was really, really, really a mess. 
I didn't know what's happening to me. And then suddenly I found out about meditation. All right. I saw it on Instagram. Some girl was, I was following some surf coach because my dream was like to go for surfing. And she posted like, I love waking up happy in the morning and doing this. And she tagged application calm. You know, this calm application of for meditation. Oh yeah. 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 And I was like, how can she wake up happy? This is BS, you know, like this is not possible because I was so depressed. And then I clicked. You you was depressed in Abu Dhabi? Yeah. Yeah. I was so down for four months. I'm telling you the cultural shock, everything it was stripped of that I was used to. And then I just, I just like. Was the food good? The food, nice. Uh, for me, everything was different and, and weird. You know, everything triggered me okay. that time. And okay, I didn't okay, enjoy okay. it. I didn't enjoy it, honestly, okay. in, the, in the beginning, because it was so different than what I'm used yeah. to. And then when I clicked on that app to check it out, because still I, I was intrigued how she can be happy. I was so down, how she can be so happy. And then I start meditating. And I remember first time trying this, like, body scanning or whatever it was, I was shocked how much mess I had in my head. And this is what started my awakening slowly. Meditation. Meditation. Yeah. Meditation. I, I'm not, I do breath work five minutes in the morning to wake me up. Um, but I struggle with meditation. I, I don't know. I, sh- yeah. I noticed that many people have this problem, to be honest. I know even people who meditate for years but when I really get in contact with them, we will talk about theta healing. It's, uh, it's really important to be aware during the session. But I noticed that even people who meditate for years or do breath work, they still don't understand what meditation is. You know what I mean? So for me, meditation started my awakening. And then I encountered yoga because I was reading about meditation. I saw everyone who was meditating, they're actually doing yoga. So what the hell is this? And I was a gym freak. I was nothing about meditation or nothing gentle. I was an athlete, you know, so I was tough. I was like, let that easy things. I don't want easy things. But then I started doing yoga. And then, wow, in a few months, I suddenly start shifting. And this opened the door of everything else. The self-development, the books, the videos, the workshops, the blah, blah. And this is how it all started. For the person that may not know, how can we explain theta healing? All right. So I would say first that uh, theta healing is a technique, one of possible techniques to reach to the subconscious. All right. So if we don't know what subconscious is, let me back up a little bit. Our mind has a conscious and subconscious mind. All right. The conscious mind is what we're aware of now. Our senses, what we see, what we feel, what we touch, uh, what we hear, and our thought processes in this moment. So this is what we're aware of. But this is just 10% of our whole mind. And 90% of our mind is the subconscious mind. Some call it unconscious or uh, ultra-conscious. Call it as you like. But it's something unseen, right? Something that we don't know what is there. And this subconscious mind is created from the memories of this lifetime. All right. All that you lived, all that you were taught, what you imagine you come here as a pure soul, as a white paper, 
And then suddenly we start writing your name, we start writing your family, your nationality, your gender, your religion, your environment habits, your family habits, and so on and so on. And you become this identity, right? And this is just one part of your subconscious. All the experience you had, and add to that if you had traumatic experiences, all right? Add to that if you um, were taught something that you think is the truth. Like I told you, I thought this is the truth on the hard way, on suffering, but you don't even know. And then we have, by Theta Healing, we have four levels of subconscious, all right? First level is this life. Uh, from the moment you got into mother's womb, so we have the prenatal stage as well. While you're in mother's womb, you can also get traumas and absorb mother's feelings. Then we have this, and of course, till this day, this is the first level. Then we have the second level, which is the ancestral level, what we inherited, which is seven generations before, starting from your parents until seven generations before you. So all that our ancestors lived experienced not only how we look we don't inherit only how we look we inherit their traumas their emotions their beliefs around certain topics and if they had if they had some traumatic experiences for sure yeah. it it's in our dna then we have the have the third level which is historical or past lives or collective okay. all right okay. some people have um, i would say a bit doubts around this but honestly, now after three years uh, working with thousands of people and with myself, this is a real thing, all right? And it can really affect our life in a major way because we can bring with us patterns from past lives and beliefs that we have experienced on a soul level and repeat it until we... But I will explain why we do that after. And then we have the fourth level, which is the soul level, This is which is the essence, the pattern of our soul. And these beliefs on the level of the soul usually are imprinted... I know this is going to be a bit abstract, but this is from my experience. When you decide to leave the body until you go back to the source, there is something that happens in between. All right. So it can be some decisions that we made on the soul level. It can be some contracts. It can be some uh, vows or curses. So it's really a big, big um, opportunity for healing. I would say theta healing. And theta was invented by Viana Staple from USA in early 90s. She was a psychic. And while she was doing her healings with other people, she received this way of healing. And um, this is how it was invented. So I finished uh, courses in her academy. I finished five uh, levels, five courses. And I've been doing this uh, for three years now. Wow. Yeah. What an element of knowledge and wisdom and, yeah. and healing that comes with it. Because yeah. I didn't know it was four different levels. Say, for example, for the first level, prenatal. Yeah. Say when we have mom that's distressed, that rejects the baby. Oh yeah, this is what my example. I will give you my example immediately. So, uh, so I just want to correct you that the first level is not just prenatal, prenatal, and until this day. So it's this lifetime is the first level. Oh, the okay. whole lifetime from the moment you enter the mother's womb until this day. So we work on the all experiences in this life. All right. So, for example, my mother, I was a second child. All right, but she was already 
um, separated from my dad because he was alcoholic. All right. So she wanted to divorce, but she got pregnant with me. All right. So she was like, what the hell am I going to do with another child, with an alcoholic? I cannot do this. And she booked um, abortion. All right. And in the moment when she was in the hallway waiting for her name to be called for an abortion, she said something changed in my mind and I decided to not do it. And I kept you. So I didn't know this story until I start asking questions when I start doing theta healing. All right. And I never knew why I always feel rejected. Why I always manifested in my reality, in relationships especially, that my partners reject me. Or I feel rejected even when I'm not rejected. So I had this core wound of rejection and I didn't know from where it's coming from. So even though she changed her mind and she didn't reject me physically, emotionally she had a phase during all her pre- four months, let's say, first four months, yeah, until you can uh, abort. She was doubting and this imprinted in me rejection. So it can really leave a huge mark. And even I saw with people, even if they want the child, but they want different gender. <gasps> this also. And we see that a lot. We see that a lot. Sometimes we see cases on the news where, where they, they, they murder or, or, or they do just to, yeah. Exactly. So I know many people I worked with, my mom wanted a boy and I'm a girl. So she will reject a woman inside of her, her feminine side. And she will go more into the masculine side because she thinks mom will love me more if I am a boy, subconsciously. All right? So why is it important that we heal these four levels? All right? Because the goal of theta healing actually is that we discover the soul lesson. Why do we choose these experiences, right? Why do we choose, because on the highest level of understanding of this life, you as a soul, you choose the experience to come to this earth to evolve, all right? So you choose certain experience, like in Matrix, I don't know if you watch Matrix, you know when the Oracle says, the choice is an illusion. You already made the choice. You are here now to understand Why did you make this choice? And this is complete truth. You already have a soul plan. You can call it destiny. You can call it a choice. You can call it as as you like. But most people don't like destiny because they think God decided my destiny. But this is not the truth. You decided as a soul how you want to evolve. And that's why you go through lifetimes and lifetimes with different genders, with different experiences, with different traumas. And then... When we discover the lesson of your soul that you're learning, why did you choose this experience? Then you don't have to repeat the same pattern over and over again. And, or we would say, not only the lesson, we also discover what was the subconscious belief that was created during that experience that you're still carrying with you and it's blocking you. All right? So this is the core of theta healing, finding the lesson, finding the belief, clearing the belief, installing new belief and emotions that are needed for you to be on higher vibration so you can really manifest the soul path that is in alignment with your life purpose. 
how much healing does this need? Because sometimes when we go through trauma or sometimes when we have beliefs ingrained, whether it be childhood, where it be our work, where it be rejection from society, where it be so many things thrown at us. And sometimes we want to hold on to what we know and we're scared yeah. of the unknown. Yeah. Look, um, I would say that it's a lifelong process. All right. If you want to focus on one thing, so let's precise the question. How many, uh, let's say, sessions or time is needed to heal a certain trauma? This okay. is a different question. And it's a different yeah. question how long I need to heal completely. So I, let me answer both questions because I know that people would, would not want to know this. So the first thing is, let's say, how long I needed to clear this rejection from my mom because yeah. she rejected me. It took me, I would say, let's say two years, for example. Okay. But we have to understand also that sometimes I saw people that can heal from one session. All right? Beautiful. I really saw this and people had incredible shifts. And I saw people having 30 sessions and still nothing changed. All right? So why does this happen? Depends a few things. First thing is the soul path. We cannot interfere in the soul path. All right. If someone has a path to learn certain lesson in certain timing and they have to go through something, we cannot interfere in this because this is a free will choice. And always when we do healing, we always say, let it, let the integration happen in the highest good in the best time possible for the person. Why am I saying this? Because I had people, I did the session for them and integration and shift happened after six months. And for some people it happens overnight. So it really is about a level of the soul, sorry, the path of the soul. And we also have the level of consciousness of the person, how deep a person can go. Some people need like, maybe eight to 10 sessions to just clear the, the, the first level until they reach to the past life, until they reach to the ancestors, until, you know what I mean? Because we all have traumas in all levels. This is for sure. And, or I would say there is also a factor of willingness to heal. Because sometimes if we talk about, for example, physical illness, which also can be healed through theta healing, Sometimes, whether it's physical illness or a pattern or a certain be behavior you have, addiction, it's serving you, all right? It's serving you. You feel safe, you feel powerful, or you feel, like, comfortable in the zone. So you don't feel ready to let it go. So sometimes it will take a bit of time until a person is, like, fed up of, of their life like, I cannot do this anymore. I want to change. And these are the best clients, honestly. When they're like, done, I cannot do this anymore. I need help. I want to change. They can shift in one session because they made a decision. And how long we need to heal fully uh, as a soul? Lifetime. Minimum. Okay. Minimum. Because if, you, if, you, if I look back and I see how many lifetimes I had with traumas and my ancestors, what they lived and what I had traumas just in this lifetime, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. it takes a lot. So it's, it's I, a lot. It's, it's, it's a, lot. a lot. It's a lot. And anyone who tells you, hey, you need a course of two months, three months, even if they tell you one year, you will heal everything that BS. 
really it's a lifelong process and me who i'm helping other people and i dedicated my life just to be a mentor and healer i work on myself every freaking day trust me i do for myself sessions minimum twice a day minimum how much bs is coming out yeah all right it's a lot of work but it's beautiful people shouldn't be afraid of this work they should just understand okay if i am called to heal it means you came with this purpose so just embrace it and go for the healing full power on and you enjoy the ride beautiful anna say for example we healed the rejection mm. how how do we know we're healing does everything begin to change around us the opportunities that occur absolutely absolutely you will see results in your reality instantly all right so when the session is integrated so as i said for example the rejection i had as a baby all right so what can happen if we already as a baby have a trauma it means we brought it with ourselves you understand so it comes from other layers so it took me time to be ready to dig in other layers so as uh, after each session I did, I saw a smaller and smaller amount of rejection. In my case, my rejection was mostly manifested in romantic relationships. And I okay. know that many people are facing this as well, especially women, right? Feeling less worthy, feeling rejected, feeling like uh, it's not working for them. There is no good man anymore and so on. So I started seeing that they started attracting different men not the same type and we usually attract the same type we know this if we sit and we analyze we know that it's always same character but different face so i started attracting absolutely different relationships all right and i saw that uh i'm attracting more uh, uh, business opportunities like i'm not being rejected and the most important thing i stopped rejecting myself because we think that we're rejected outside but actually this pattern this belief i am rejected comes inside first so i noticed i stopped rejecting my needs i stopped rejecting my beauty i stopped rejecting what i truly want and so on so this slowly started shifting and then i started manifesting completely different reality and now like rejection doesn't exist like before if someone would say something or my partner would just say a small thing like, Hey, I want to go with my friends outside. <gasps> I was so rejected. He doesn't want to spend time with me. Uh, and now I'm like, Hey babe, go enjoy, have fun. It doesn't even touch me anymore. You know? So it's really, really so obvious in your reality that everything will change. Beautiful. Say for example, um, moms can feel that rejection when fully pregnant. They're unsure. Um, what the family think pressure from society they are not ready they're going through school or they may not have the skills to put uh, food on the table um so they want to be in a position where they can provide everything for the baby um say if the individual does not know about about theta healing or is not ready for the responsibility that comes with healing can the mom do it on the side to heal the rejection they felt for the baby like yeah. for us yeah? yeah yeah absolutely uh, but uh, both sides had to heal okay you know both sides because look when two souls come together yeah. they have a contract you understand so each one made a contract with each other to go through certain lesson 
the one to reject and one to be rejected, let's say. So both of them are growing through this. So each one will have its own lesson. So if I heal my lesson, for sure, if I am the one who needs to heal, look at this, for example, when I healed my rejection inside of me, suddenly my mom came and asked for forgiveness without us even talking about it. Say, say that again. My mom came and asked forgiveness from me. All right. Without even I'm telling her I'm doing healing without me even uh, like fighting with her. No, no, I didn't even speak to her. She came and she said, I'm sorry. I was scared. I, I, if I knew better, I would do different. I know that I made a trauma for you. She watched some video on Instagram, psychotherapist talking about uh, like leaving your child of uh, crying or something because I had also this trauma when your baby and your mom leaves you to cry and she doesn't yeah, yeah, care yeah. of you. We also feel abandoned. So she came to me and she said, she's crying and she's like, oh my God, I watched this video. I'm so sorry. I just realized what I was doing. I was leaving you to cry. I didn't know better. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I was shocked. I was shocked wow. because I did the healing. So when you heal as you, okay, not your mom, you need to heal. Or you, if you are a mom, not your child needs to heal you. If I'm talking to you directly now, you are the one who needs to heal. And when you heal, your whole reality shifts because you are the creator of your reality. Others are just manifestation of your beliefs and your vibration. That's it. So when you heal, everyone heals around you. Wow. That's so beautiful. That's so yeah. gentle. Yeah. When we go to the second layer and generational. So I've been told that because of my family and generational, um, I have like the poverty mindset. Yeah. This is most of us. Why? Because I mean, just look, look logically, just two generations before you, they didn't even have electricity. Like my grandma she didn't have electricity. She had only candle and she was eating bread. And she was happy when she has bread. And there's two generations. Where is seven generations? The world wars, the all that our ancestors lived. So they all had mindset, I just have to survive in this world. Right? They just, all of them had this belief. So what we need to do is to dig deep and see where did this start? Who was the first ancestor? But look, many people say, how I know I only know my grandfather and that's it. But when we go in theta state, when we dig into subconscious, we get information from our DNA that you didn't even know you know. Okay, that's why not everyone is ready to go immediately on the second level. Because it requires certain trust and certain openness uh, and trust into practitioner, of course, the one who is healing you you have to really really feel the person that you can fully surrender and you can access the deep information in your dna so when we find the 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 ancestor that this poverty mindset started yeah. and usually it's not the mindset it's a belief or a trauma or maybe they were hungry or maybe they were lacking safety maybe they didn't have home maybe they yeah. felt unsafe maybe they the crops the wet the weather the weather the crops that it wasn't yeah. Yeah, they didn't produce as much as they thought. Exactly, the guilt, the shame if they didn't provide for the family, so on, so on. So there is many, many. So when we find the core belief and the most important, the lesson they were learning from it, then we don't have to learn anymore the same way like our ancestors. So we start learning this lesson that we found through abundance. 
and then everything changes. You understand? Beautiful. Yeah. So true. And then when it comes to the third layer, past lives, um, mm. we repeat the patterns until we learn it. And sometimes we make promises to people and we say, cause I've been told that I made a promise. Mm -hmm. So to tell them that in my next lifetime, come and look for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it was like, it was it, like, like it's been so hard to let go. Like, like just, yeah. I just don't want to like, you know? So what we do, we, we found, we find why did this promise has made, what is the lesson of it? All right. And we ask you in subconscious level, are, are you ready to break it? So then we see if you're ready. If not, then we find out why. What is? What are you still learning? Right? Then we find out the lesson. And when we find the lesson, everything changes. And probably why the promise is made is the trauma. Usually we make promises from trauma. And there is also something even more important. I would say, I don't know why I'm being called to talk about this, but I'm sure many people recognize it's not just about people. We can make promise to ourselves. And we can make promise to God. There are people who were um, monks in past lives. And they, um, and uh, they, you know, when you go to be a monk, you have to give uh, like um, a vow, a vow. So this vow can still be, so these people who are rejecting relationships, who just want to be alone, who are staying closed. These are usually uh, a monk vows that they gave in the past lives. All right. And also, uh, there are um, curses and there are uh, also dark energies that we encountered in past lives and so many other things that, and also marriages, marriages are vows. So if you had marriage with someone in the past, they will show up again in your reality. What do you think of the people that get married? Because sometimes we, we're in love, we're young, we're in love, we get married. I've met, I'm currently in Colombia and I've met a lot of people here that I see that says, oh, I'm divorced. But I'm like, you're so young. Yes, I got married at 19. And by 24, I'm, I, I broke up. What impact does that have mm -hmm. late, later on? Will it be in a different lifetime or will it be now in our reality and our healing and the people we attract? It's absolutely huge. Relationships, romantic relationships, I would say, are like... I don't want to say, but I think we all know it's the most important part of our life. It, it, like, unfortunately, we're so programmed now in this lifetime that we put even career and money in that range. But family and romantic relationships, I would say, is like the core of our being. Why? Because when you have a person in front of you, you can grow. If you're alone, it's so easy to like go in your ego, you know? But how, what kind of impact that this has on us, it's huge because first of all, we have to, this is through Theta Healing. First of all, we have to understand that uh, whichever person we have strong emotional connection, sexual especially connection, and marriage as a vow, we exchange fragments of the soul with this person. And what is fragment of the soul? Imagine like this is, a part, uh, this is your energy body. Your soul is the energy body, right? Okay. So imagine now I take part of my arm and I give it to you and you leave me. All right. So I always feel like something is missing. Missing. Right. 
And then you think, I still love this person. I want this person back. And they come back and you're like, no, I don't want this. So you know those You're, you're not satisfied. You're not, I, I feel yeah. I'm with you, but I'm still craving something. I'm still exactly. looking for something. I don't so, understand why. So this is the part of your soul that is still with this person. And this is what we do in healing, of, in theta healing, when we want to fully energetically disconnect with someone. We have to bring the fragments of the soul back. This is a must. And of course, seeing the lesson, what was the lesson of that relationship? Um, and why did they show up in our life? And also we heal if there is some trauma there. And yeah, we have to clear that. So it has a huge impact, especially first relationship we had, first sexual experience for women, how they lost their virginity. This shapes their whole sexual life. This is huge. Why? Why? Because first experience has a huge emotional charge and it creates a belief. You know? How beliefs are... Is that are good or is that bad? It depends on your experience. Okay. It depends on the experience. Usually it's painful for women. So it can create... Uh, pleasure is pain. So they can go in a lot of distortions. Okay. So yeah, I mean, look... Subconscious is like an ocean. You, when you start diving and exploring, yeah. you will face sharks. You will face beautiful fishes. You will encounter dark jellyfish. You're going to get stung. Exactly. Exactly. So it's a huge vastness that needs to be explored. And, and, and usually I love this moment. Look, I'm doing this for three years. And after each session, I'm blown away because people come with, Hey, I had this relationship. I'm still suffering. I want to heal. Or they come, Hey, I'm not manifesting money. I want to work on my poverty mindset. Hey, I feel always rejected. I don't know how to heal this. So we start from this point and then we end up in an ocean, in a totally different root of the problem that people are shocked that this is even affecting their life. Yeah, so that's why I love this, uh, this work because first of all, it changes people's lives. It really gives a core healing and yeah. it gives result. It's not just, oh, and the best part, even when you clear that belief, you don't have to repeat affirmations after that for 30 days. It's done. It's done for you in an hour. So You're so funny. I love that you said that because I was told that I need to repeat certain affirmations for 14 days i got to day two and i stopped i was like i can't do this i exactly. forget like I just ego will say this is bullshit sorry for my language because mm -hmm. the root is not healed you understand so you can until tomorrow say i'm rich i'm powerful i i money comes to me easily but deep down in your dna you're still learning some lesson through poverty so of course your soul will not let it go yeah. Does, um, I have a question yeah. when it comes to relationships and sometimes even if we don't get married, we make promises because I had an angel reading and she said, Oh, you made a vow for, I want you to be my last one or love you forever. Um, do we, when healing, do we have to go through each relationship? Each yes. 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 For each partner. It's a must. It's a yeah. must. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I'm telling you, that's why I told you each person we had strong emotional 
and mm-hmm. sexual connection. Even if you had one night stand, all right, you have to bring your soul fragments from the person you had sexual interaction. What do we say to the people in this generation, the millennials that go out clubbing and sex is so easily found because people are intoxicated, they feel lost, they want to numb, they have heartbreak, so they feel like, if I have heartbreak, what's the saying? Um, the only way over you is un- under someone else. or, or, or they, oh, There's wow. these sayings. Yeah, there's these sayings like, um, get a rebound to heal quicker or to forget about you, what can we say to that? Uh, I got goosebumps while you were saying this. I felt really that pain of the young people. And at the same time, I felt anger towards uh, this matrix and the system that is death culture oriented, right? Um, I would say, first of all, for the young people, ask for help. Ask for help. Find someone you're inspired by. Find someone who has something that you want and ask for help. Really. I I swear this life is so hard for young generations. I am one of the last generations who grew up without internet. I got internet when I was already like in my 14, 15. So I already had like a, you know, base. You had your childhood. You had your childhood. You were able to interact. You had human connections. You you were able to to spend time in nature, be creative. Exactly. And I could face my emotions. I didn't have what to distract me, you know, that much. So really it's so hard for you guys. If you're listening to this, I know how hard it is to grow up in this time, but please ask for help. Really. This is the only thing I can say. Uh, now the internet is so good for you and Use it in the right way. Use it to find solution. Use it to find help. Use it to find, to educate yourself and not only to waste your time on the internet. Ask for help and start your healing journey no matter if you're 14 or 15. If you made mistakes, it's okay. Don't shame yourself. You know, it's okay. Just don't stay in that cycle. Find help and start healing. Really, this is what I would say. Because it's a must especially there. I just want to say to people how it's important that you understand that you're not just physical body. You're an energy body. Alcohol is the worst thing you can put in your energy body. It connects you directly yeah. to dark energy. It connects, it connects you. It opens your aura automatically for dark energy. Yeah. The drugs is the same. If abused in a, in a wrong direction, I would only say plant medicine. I support with shaman, with support, with the intention of healing when you go on a retreat or when you do ceremony, all right? But if you are using it for partying, for sex, for this kind of things, it's absolutely abuse of yourself, all right? Cigarettes, porn, internet, all of this, it just you just like this, open the door. Imagine all this from the ocean, right? This is the, 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 the dark energy, all this on you attached, you don't know who you are. You don't know what's your mission. You don't know what you want in life. You're just in this cycle of depression and you are done, unfortunately. So please pay attention on your energy, on uh, who you want to be and ask for help from someone who you know that can pull you out of this. I swear. 
For the person, um, what you said is very strong and it can be a very addictive cycle. Oh, you yeah. get caught up in it and you want to continue. You don't know what else. You cannot it, do it, it takes alone. A Honestly, I, I'm dealing with so sorry for interrupting, but this is so important. Mm -hmm. Like I really feel called to talk about addiction because I was a victim of my father's addiction. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's so difficult. It's destroying the whole family. It's destroying everything. So you cannot do it alone. You have to admit this to yourself. I am working with so many people with addiction, with alcohol, with porn addiction, with uh, drug abuse. You need support. It's this energy. You, you are not weak. You have to understand that you are not weak because you cannot go out of the cycle. You're not weak. It's just a hard lesson that you have chosen from this life to learn through. And you need help. You need. It's a must. Honestly. Beautiful. When it comes to, um, like you say, we open our aura. Yeah. What can that look like? Could that be from the people that come or the people that we're surrounded with in the environment of a club or a bar? Because unfortunately, I've had friends that have been drunk and they've, they've been abused. They've been raped. Yeah. So could, could it be physically or could it be spiritually or, or what, what can that look like? Okay, I will explain to you. The people who create these substances, all right, what is their intention? Is their intention to heal people? Is their intention to empower us? Is their intention to awaken us? No. So whatever you create, when you're creating this podcast, dear, yeah. what is your intention? What is your Raise intention? Raise the vibration, like to heal, to inspire, to guide, exactly. to allow so someone that even... You manifest this. Yeah. So imagine when I have intention opposite than yours. And I put all my energy and my focus on it. There are people who manifest dark stuff. Yeah. Why? Because in this world, it's not really good to have empowered people, right? So when you say yes to their intention, like I said yes to your intention, right? I said yes to your podcast. You asked me. Coming to make time, exactly. to make effort, to show so up. I am, you, you know what I'm doing? I am giving my energy to you now i'm opening my aura to you and we're exchanging energy so it's the same when you say yes to drink yes to the cigarette yes to the porn yes to the person so when the person even if you're a victim even if you were the one who was a victim when you drink you said yes to drink right you said yes to the low vibration and you said yes to lose your consciousness and you said yes to go in the environment where is low vibration. You said yes to go to the club where you know men are seeking for a hookup. Right? You're not searching for a, the one in the, the club. The husband. You're going to struggle exactly. a lot if you're going to a bar. And this is not a judgment. This is not to judge yourself. This is not to blame yourself. This is just an education. This is to understand. Yeah. Stop saying yes to something you know it's not good for you. Because when you say yes, you open your aura. Nobody can enter your field unless you give permission. Because we have this power of free will. We are sovereign beings. We are so powerful, but we don't know how to use it. So when you say yes to sex to someone, know that you're saying yes to all their traumas, all their experiences, all their vibration. You will just exchange the energy with them and guess what happens?
you get their vibration. It's the same with alcohol. It's the same with the drugs. It's the same with the food. It's the same with the porn. This is how it works because you say yes. Nothing can come. And, so, and imagine opposite uh, scenario. You men meditate every day. You visualize yourself in the white light. You strengthen your aura. You clear your house. You affirm every day. You set intention. I want to help people. You set intention. I want to be best version of myself. Even if I go to the club with this aura, nothing can touch me because I said yes to light and I said yes to my power and I can say no and recognize the dark energy when it shows up. All right. So for, for the people that, for the, for the people that may not understand, what can that look like? Can that look like that gut feeling? I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be next to you. I exactly. don't want to be. Exactly. Intuition. Okay. You will feel like it doesn't feel right to drink now. I just yeah. don't feel it because many people, I swear, they don't even like the taste of the drink. They're just drinking because it's a habit. They're drinking because this is what they should do in the club. Mm -hmm. This is what my friends are expecting from me. And now me, I'm not drinking in past four years and I'm still going for parties with my friends. I go for weddings. I go for, uh, you know, and everyone knows that I am drinking water in the club and I don't care if they're going to drink because this is their choice. And they accepted my choice. And I know because I'm saying yes to myself, right? But I'm still enjoying party. I still go, but I'm not, I'm conscious. I see what's happening in front of me. I know who I want in my presence and who I don't. So you are more connected to your intuition when you are clear and when you're uh, in connection with source. Uh-huh. And you're sober because if we're intoxicating ourselves, everything is distorted. Everything, people can be saying you could know it's yes and someone could persuade you to say no and then you start second guessing exactly and this is the goal of whole this what we talked about yeah. the goal is that you are disconnected so you are easily manipulated yeah. so That's please understand that you are being manipulated and and this should wake you up yeah. this is what wake me up when i understood oh my god i am destroying myself I'm destroying myself because someone is benefiting from this and I am not. And this then disempowered me. I said, no, I'm going to empower myself and I'm going to claim my power back. So through healing, theta healing and other techniques, you claim your power back. That's the point. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Anna, the, the, the fourth layer is soul. Could that be mm -hmm. our soul's purpose? You can say so, but I would talk about purpose in a different way. For theta okay. healing, uh, the soul level are the deepest core beliefs that, are, that we have repeated over and over and over during lifetimes. And then they became a part of our soul. And we don't know how to live without this uh, belief. So I would say that the soul purpose um, depends on few things, Okay. So many people mix soul purpose with the career and this is not the, the, the reality. All right. Soul purpose is not your career. Soul purpose is living your true self in all areas of your life all the time. And this sounds easy, but it's so freaking hard. Yeah. Why? Because of all of these layers that we talked about that are covering your true self. Imagine 
first level, second level, third level, fourth level, and all these beliefs and all these traumas so you don't see who you are. And what I believe that now in this time, all of us who came to this world, who are working on themselves, who are called to this healing work, yeah. our purpose is to heal. Our purpose is to let go of all these programs, empower ourselves, unplug from this death culture and this matrix, mm. and help others to awaken as well. And you, through this work, you will actually realize who you truly are. And when you realize who you truly are, then you will live your full purpose, which is full expansion and expression of yourself in all areas of your life, not just career. All right. This is so important that people understand. But yes, exactly. Because sometimes we attach our identity to, to something external and, and it becomes very tricky because our time and our energy and years are spent on this, that sometimes if we lose it, we don't know what to do. If sometimes um, the company goes bust and we're asked to leave or resign or anything, we're lost. We don't know. Yes. We don't know who we are. We don't know our identity. So it's yes. just knowing that. And, and it comes Anna, to unsafety and it comes to unsafety. Yeah. You know, it comes to unsafe. That's why this work is important because in this uncertain times, yeah. if you understand why is this happening to you yeah. from your subconscious, you will not feel unsafe. You only feel unsafe when it's unknown. But when you understand it, then it becomes empowering. Right? I love it. Anna, what is your favorite book? Uh, Anthony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. Tony Robbins. That's, that's, you're, the, you're the second guest in 130 episodes that recommends the book. The book is like this, right? Huge. Yeah, 500 pages. I read it three times. It's my Bible. This is my Bible. Yeah? Yeah. This is you're my Bible for the mindset. You, we have to understand okay. there is three levels of change. Okay. okay the mindset, the mind, the yeah. energy and subconscious, which we talked about, and the physical. We have to work okay. on the body. We have to work on the body so much so we can have this full transformation. So for the mindset, for the mind transformation, Tony Robbins is the king. Okay, beautiful. If you had a billboard on the side of the highway, what would it say? You mean like a promotion of myself or inspiration? It, it could be anything, anything you want. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I would say maybe, um, maybe this quote, because it's really, really now sticking with me. Uh, you already made the choice. You are here just to understand why did you make it? And I will put matrix down. Yeah, definitely. This is so powerful that we understand that we can surrender and trust in our soul path. Um, because the choice is already made. Just we have to listen and follow the guidance. I love that. Anna, tell me about you. Tell me about your services. Tell me about your socials. Tell me about your website. All right. So I offer um, Theta Healing Sessions, uh, whether that's a one session or packages. I do packages. And my most, I would say, a selling <laughs> package is where I offer and Theta Healing and Life Coaching. Because I understand, I was also a fitness coach. I have a master's degree in physical education and sport. So I understand all levels. I understand the level of physicality. I understand the level of 
mindset and definitely understand the subconscious. So in my eight weeks or 12 weeks or 15 weeks, depending on what person wants to achieve and depends on their, let's say, finances and their level of consciousness and how much they're ready to invest themselves in work. Um, I work one-on-one. This is my biggest passion. I work one-on-one with a person. I guide them through their healing. I guide them through their achievements or whatever they want uh, in combination of uh, physicality, and uh mindset and life uh, sorry life coaching through mindset and subconscious with theta healing depending on what person needs we discover that together and um yeah it's it's really powerful i also have group coachings i love them as well i do them three times a year it's 10 week program we go live and it's amazing i do it in serbian and english as well And, um, yeah, I offer a lot of free content on my, uh, Instagram. So TikTok, as you saw. Um, so yeah, that's it. Anna Tachka, uh, sorry, Anna.Gromovic. I started speaking in Serbian uh-huh. now. Anna.Gromovic is my Instagram and yeah, everything I post is with my name and my last name. Anna, I saw your post. I was going, when, when I said, wait for me, wait for me, I'm going through your Instagram. You launched a program only on Instagram and you got four clients. Oh, this was in the beginning. This was when I started as a, as a coach. Oh, that's amazing. That's yep. amazing. This is what I'm saying. When you are following, and I did it intuitively. I did it intuitively. You understand? I just, and of course this happened after I did healing with my coaches, mm-hmm. with my mentors. I did three, three months, uh, one-on-one coaching mm-hmm. with powerful healers, Dove and Nicole twin flame revolution. I highly recommend I'm now in their group coaching as well. Again, after what's it called? twin Nicole? flame revolution, Dove and twin- Nicole. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I highly recommend they're my they're my mentors and I finished with them even courses to be an intuitive healer. I worked with them one-on-one and now I'm in their group coaching um, after a few years. And um, yeah, after I finished the work with them, they did soul realignment for me. And after that, I just suddenly realized, oh my God, I, because I was a teacher, I would teach in university at that time, but physical uh, health and uh-huh. fitness. Uh-huh. But I knew I, I, have to, I have to teach more. I have to learn people more. And then I suddenly just, People were, I had like a thousand followers. I was speaking about yoga. I posted my poses, meditation and stuff. And then suddenly I finished the course on life purpose for myself. And I said, Hey, I'm giving, uh, I giving coaching if someone wants for a very small price. And I had four people. And first, first was a man. First client was a man for me. Can you imagine? So it just goes to show the healing, the rejection, rejection healed because people come to you and people see you. You're, you're no longer unseen. Yeah. You don't longer have to put it out there. People exactly. gravitate towards your life. Exactly. 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 It's really beautiful. And when you are going from your soul purpose, what we talked about, when you follow intuition, when you understand your path, what is calling you and you follow it, the doors mm-hmm. just open so easily for you. That's beautiful. Yeah. This wow. is what I'm guiding I, people through. This is what I teach. This is what I help people achieve in their life because You as a healer, you can just help people unlock in what you have unlocked. Yeah. So that's why this work as a healer is so powerful and difficult at the same time because it requires from us constantly to evolve so yeah. we can help others to evolve as well. 
and stay grounded, stay in our roots, stay in our beliefs. Well, because when the, when the world is changing so much uncertainty, we will be tested. Yes. And that's when people come to us for direction as a yes. leader. And if you're not ready, you're, you're not going to be able to guide, to inspire, to yes. educate, to heal people True. in the way that you should be doing if you're standing in your light. So thank yes. you. Anna, thank you so much for, for, for waiting for me, for being so patient and for just trusting for trusting the process because you and you are my first guest from serbia so i'm very beautiful. grateful beautiful i'm so grateful thank you for inviting me it was an honor and looking forward for more oh thank you so much sweetie